Welcome to episode four of Sandwiches. Yes, this week we are honouring um, someone who has just recently been honoured herself, um, separate to us. Probably not, not as, as high an honour. This think is a that prestigious This thing. is more prestigious than what she was honoured for. But uh, Ellen DeGeneres is who we're, who we're talking about this week. She won the Freedom Medal of Freedom. Which is the highest civilian honour. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, uh, she was just uh, given the, what's it fucking called? <laughs> the Medal of Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm glad that. Oh, I'm glad we just spent five minutes researching. Yeah. Ellen, I'm really sorry. Um, yes. The Medal of Freedom. The Medal of Freedom. highest honour for a civilian. For civilians yeah. in America. So yeah, Barack Obama gave it to her and gave a really beautiful speech. And they were both like tearing up and yeah. It felt really heartfelt. It did. It didn't feel forced at all. Like, it didn't feel... Yeah. Not like, um... You know, like, graduation ceremonies ceremonies where they're like, congratulations, you got through school, get the fuck off the stage. Yeah. Next. Yeah. It felt personal, almost. Um, and I don't know if... You, this is actually quite funny. Um, that she wouldn't... They wouldn't actually let her into the White House because she didn't have any ID. What? Yeah, so she was, um... She was sitting out the. She tweeted about it or posted a photo on Instagram or something. She was like sitting on a bench outside the White House because she was like, they actually won't let me in because I don't. She, I don't know. You're like, oh, I'm being given the fucking Medal of Honor. Yeah. Like Medal of Freedom. Oh, you know what I? You know what I need? I need my iPhone, my car keys, and my wallet. You don't. All you need is your bloody self. Because you're being honoured. That's true. Yeah. So. Everything else should be provided. I'd like a gift bag with a phone. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get a new yeah. phone and yeah. a new ID as Princess of America. <laughs> Princess America's sweetheart. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then she posted afterwards, like, with a selfie of her with the medal, like, oh, hopefully this gets me out of here. Like, hopefully this is enough ID or something, which I thought was really funny. That's really sweet. I love her positivity. Yeah. But that's why we're talking about her this week. It is. This so, is a mood booster. Absolutely. These are our endorphins. It is, actually. This is like my exercise. Sandwiches and women. <laughs> I love women. I love sandwiches. So, um, should we introduce what we're doing Yes, this week? absolutely. So, Mel did a bit of research, as always, and she found that Ellen is like a super staunch uh, vegan. Yeah. Um, so, she's like sticks to that pretty highly so we've gone with not so much a sandwich but something that we think that ellen will definitely eat probably day to day like it's a good lunchtime meal it's light she could keep going throughout the day she mm-hmm. could maybe record her show afterwards um reading up a bit about it like the veganism was for moral reasons and it was also for um her own health yeah right. so she's she is quite health conscious and she wants to live a long healthy life i think she's i'm gonna tell the the worst interpretation of her joke something about her like grandma started walking at sixty or eight miles a day at sixty, and now they don't know where she is. <laughs> Thanks a lot. That was actually funny. I'm, Thanks. I'm well, very proud of you. Well, I didn't come up with yeah. it. Actually, I shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Full disclaimer: Mel does not come up with any of her own jokes. <laughs> no, I repeat them for your entertainment. <laughs> and we've edited this six times to make it sound right. Okay. No, just kidding. Um, cool. So we've gone with um, some multi-grain corn thin, so just like normal corn rice cracker thingies. Um, tomato, lettuce, oh, this is cos lettuce, baby cos lettuce, um, some hummus, which is 100% vegan, um, and some chili tofu, which is also 100% vegan. Um, intrigued to try. I'm actually really excited to try this. Um, I think we might have to do what we did with the black pudding and give it a go before we get into it. Yeah, (laughs) individual and then, yes. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to start with a corn thing. Would you like one or two, Mel? 
two. I'm going to go really two. Small. They are three, small. We'll go two for now. We'll go two on camera, five later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> While we edit. So, um, when did you start watching Ellen? Did you ever watch it daytime at home um, when you were a kid? Yeah, like if I was sick at home from school, yeah. I, um, and like, um, mum never really watched it, but she always had it on. Yes. So I think I was like, oh, Ellen, she's so funny. It probably, it probably all began because I thought that she was, like, the show was, like, a bit old for me, like, a bit grown up. So I felt like, oh, gosh, you know, I'm just sitting at home watching Ellen, you know. Are you all right, Tony? Yes, I'm just, I'm adulting. Oh, just watching, watching Ellen. But because she also I'm had doing my taxes. a sitcom, which yes. was, um, like, she looks exactly the same but so different. Um, have you ever watched the actual sitcom? No, I've never watched it. I is it on like general TV or general? no? I think it was on when I watched it. it was on like Foxtel, which is um, like cable TV in Australia. Yeah, for all our international listeners, <laughs> um, we should do an episode in French or something. Can you speak French? No. We will... <laughs> <laughs> we could give it a shot. Je m'appelle Tony. Je m'appelle Podcast Sandwiches. That's my name is Podcast Sandwiches. Yes, that's... Um, <laughs> Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Would you like to go to bed with me? Would you? I mean... <laughs> no. You don't? <laughs> I would love to. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a, how's that for unscripted? Anyway. <laughs> um, oh, no. Yes, so for... Yeah, it was on Foxtel and that's it. That this way. you get for garbage hummus. Okay, so I've bought the cheap, well, not the cheap hummus, the um, the home brand, which I really like. I really like the texture of it, and sometimes it's a bit hard to get the uh, the cover off. Anyway, poor Cole's hummus. Um, yes, yeah, so I remember watching her sitcom, and the sitcom is actually how she came out as um, as a well, lesbian. They she came out on the show first on oh, Oprah no, Winfrey. Came, yes, and then in the yeah. show, her character transitioned into it. And there's a little bit of controversy surrounding it because it's never really... Well, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but there's speculation that it was cancelled because the show was too progressive because of the lesbian introduction. Um, Because I read that... um, So on the show, Oprah Winfrey actually starred in the show as well as um, the therapist that Ellen goes and visits. So in real life, she obviously came out to Oprah and then on the show, she came out to her as well. Um, and then, yeah, as the show started to, yeah, become a bit more, like, LGBT friendly or, yeah. um, you know, like, delving into that. But that was, that's a pretty big step for then. Like, what was that, early 90s? And that's what um, Barack Obama touched on when he was giving his speech. He yeah. sort of said, I think it goes unspoken a lot of the time. Just how brave that move was for Ellen, because there was not many people willing to do something like that, because it was putting her career on the line, and it Definitely, did to yeah. an extent. For well, a, especially know. if what you're saying is that there's a bit of speculation surrounding the fact that that's the reason it was cancelled or wasn't renewed or whatever. Yes. I mean, and and isn't it a cra- I know that it feels at least a bit more progressive being 2016, things like that, you know, you hope aren't happening, but they are, you know, but... We haven't really moved that far from there now. No, well, I mean, it would be interesting to see what someone from that community thought in sure. America, from yeah. that LGBTQI community thought about it, because there's now, like, equal, like, they can, everyone can get married. Yep. 
But um, I wonder if they truly feel that society as a whole is has actual, actually moved equal. Forward. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, there's shows now like um, like Orange Is the New Black and things like that. Mm. That um, that star like Laverne Cox, she's a very famous um, trans, gen- woman. A trans woman. Yep. I do think there's more representation for people coming out of Hollywood, which is there's still not a lot. There could be more. But there is more than there ever was, and that's a good thing. I think that's better than nothing, though. Like, exactly. Um, oh. I do as well, but I'm I'm always a bit cautious of being like, oh, we've got we've got lesbian TVs. That we don't need any more lesbians on TV because yeah. I just think, like, you can never be really overrepresented unless you're a white man. Um, in which case you are. Because I've already got all of the representation in the world. Exactly. So, like, I think. Like, that is a little bit... Well, not off-topic, but just incredible that that is only, you know, 10, 20 years ago. But It was 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, well, at least, you know, I mean, it's 2016 now, and we're saying that was early 90s, so yeah, like 25 years almost. Christ, that's scary. Anyway, yes, no, she did a really brave thing, and I think, like, I've been reading about her, as I do, mm. read about all the people. Um, she talks about, like... I don't think she'd consider it her failure, but she talks about, like, her success, like, is just as informed by her failure. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're important. I think, like, um, when you're in the public eye as well, like, I think that you either consciously or unconsciously, subconsciously, whichever one applies, um, you decide how much you do want to be in the public eye. Mm. Like, I think it's, yeah, especially now with Instagram and all of those social media websites, you know, like a lot of celebrities now run their own. Whereas, um, you know, 20, 30 years ago, if they had like a fan website, it wasn't run by them. It was run by their management and, you know, things like that. So for her to come out, like would have been a really conscious decision to be like, is it their business or is it mine? Or am I, you know, am I telling them because I'm scared or would it be scarier to, like, sorry, would it come across as more scared to not say anything, you know? Exactly. I think... I wonder, like, I wonder how she was thinking about that, like, how internally she tackled that, whether to be like, is this an, not an overshare, but is this letting people too far into my life or should I just be proud of the person that I am, which... I mean, like... Being a celebrity kind of reminds me of being in high school, if the whole world was high school. Um, and it's scary to be, I found it really scary to be noticed in high school. I think a lot of people do. And so to be noticed, especially for something that's quite a polarizing thing, there are people who plainly think that it's wrong. You know, there are still camps that we send people to, to, what's it called? D, D gay? DK. I don't know, but um, it's awful and we don't need to give it a name. Yeah, but um, it's like brainwashing. Mm-hmm. Like, so to say, like, oh, you're only gay because you think you exactly. are. Exactly. So yeah. there's all these awful opinions out there about really great people. And I think she did, I like to think, and I'm pretty sure she probably did, was she probably put herself aside and thought there are a lot of other that men and women that need me to do yes. this. Yeah. I am like, I am no, in a position I where I can do that. And I just, it's so selfless. Yeah. But it would just be incredible to know exactly how she felt and, you know, like, before then, how bad, not bad, hang on, before that, how helpless did she feel? Yeah. You know, like, um, was she thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do because 
I'm, you know, because it was, it well, still is kind of said to be like living in sin or, you know, you're going against well, the grain to do that kind of thing. I mean, yeah, I wonder if she was really battling those kinds of feelings. Like her own yeah. feelings rather than, that's actually a really interesting point because I don't, I think everybody knows as soon as they're consciously able to think about their sexuality, you know if you are gay or straight or bisexual or anything in between. Like, you, it's something you know deep within, and it's quite hard to describe, but it's whether very you, hard to come to terms with. I think something that's really important to point out there, though, like, whether you realise it or not yeah. is a different thing, or whether you want to Page, face yeah, that, exactly. you know, because of your family or your upbringing or who you're with or, you yeah, know. Yeah, there's a lot of factors um, yeah. determining it. And I think, like, from all of my friends who I've spoken to, that have had to come out to their family. Like, it's quite um, a difficult process to even process on your own. Mm. Like, because, um, yeah, there's so many messages out there that are saying that you shouldn't be it, you you know. So, you know, yeah, it's... I think she would have had to come to that journey on her own, and I wonder if she was completely in the place where she was accepting of her sexuality. And, and she was like, she I'm ready yeah. to do it, or... And this is one thing I love about Ellen. She makes everybody feel so like she wants everybody to feel good for being who they are mm. like she really celebrates difference and uniqueness and she's um a big champion of yeah being truly yourself and being truly okay with who that is and as she says in one of her jokes unless you're a serial killer in which case don't embrace that but <laughs> embrace everything else that is about you um and i think i remember seeing um something like it wasn't with the award that she was just given, it was something else and that she said, it's hard for me to believe that I'm being honoured for being a good person because as a human, we just should be good people. Like I was reading an article the other day, though, about... Sorry, we forgot to make our sandwich. Empathy. We're going to start making it now. I'm putting (laughs) some hummus on the bottom of my crackers. I'm about to try some of this chilli tofu. Oh, I'll have a wee bit after you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm I'm really excited to try this. So it's a... um, just a chili tofu, a silken a silken tofu. I really like that. Mm, it it's wasn't the texture of like chicken. It wasn't what I was expecting. So I was reading this article about empathy, and how it is distributed differently. Like, like you know, she was saying like, oh, you should just be a good person. But yeah. It is distributed in people differently. Like it's um, like like how some people are more susceptible to depression. Some people have sure. So it's um like scientifically or is this just it's scientifically it was um yeah right I can't remember where I was reading it I kind of fall down holes yep and then I click on link after link after link and then I'm yeah yeah I was just wondering if it was one of those things where they're like oh no I think that this is true or if it was actually yeah no it was done it was some scientists something did some research so I'm just putting the tomato uh, I'm putting the lettuce on top of my hummus. And then I'm going to put the tomato on top of my lettuce. Agreed. The lettuce is going to catch like so. The toma- any tomato that falls out. Or any tofu. Yes. Do you reckon that we should um, slice the tofu or leave it like chunked or... I might leave it chunked. Yeah. I think. I think I'm going to do one of each. You let me... See how we That's see a how good idea. Go? I will do the same. That tofu... Big fan. It's great. I love that. This is nutritious. You've got your vegetables, there's protein in your tofu, there's protein in your hummus. Mm-hmm. Um, and hummus is really cars. good for women as well because it's got um, high levels of estrogen. Chickpeas have oh. estrogen in them. I really hope that that's correct. I'm certain it is. 
Um, but I've read that chickpeas are very, very good for women going through menopause. All right. Okay. Shall we do it? Cheers. Cheers. Mmm. That tofu is delicious. I really like the hummus and the... adds a lot of texture. I like all of this. I will eat this every day. Me too. I think... It's light, it's fresh, and it's quite um, Moroccan-y for me. Mm. I just think it's really like zesty and fun. Mm. I like this. 10 out of 10. Definitely give this one a go. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was really good. I actually really like this. I think a part of Ellen wanting to, like, so like we said, veganism was for moral reasons, but it was also for health reasons. Mm. And so to work on her health, she also does yoga. So it's like, and I think she uses that as meditation and to de-stress because she's got a lot going on. She's a busy lady. I really respect that. Something that I think that I'm going to try and do more, which was part of the podcast, part of starting this was to um, have an out, like a creative outlet, mm. stuff like that. And it does really de-stress me. Like I love... I'm finding it yeah, now. No, me too. First day at work. And yeah. I feel great. I feel great now. You know, I've got some vegan food in my tummy. Yes. I get to chat to my. (laughs) I get to chat to my pal. You know, like yeah. Um, But yeah, trying yoga or if anybody has any good ideas of how to de-stress or what they do every day Mm. or once a week or. No, I would say Ellen's demographic is mainly women. Um, And slightly, probably middle-aged women. Mm. This she still appeals to. I think she generally appeals to everyone. But I wonder. How she's honed in just on that sort of female market because her jokes aren't necessarily female skewed. Like she's got really quite an irreverent and fun humour. Um, <clears throat> I wonder where that's come from. Oh. And also on her show she interviewed, are you speaking about like her talk show? Mm. Also she interviews like a broad range of people, you know, she interviews kids and YouTube stars and pop singers and... Actresses and actors. She's and really recognised the spectrum now yeah. of celebrity with the with the age of the internet. It's yeah, YouTubers and podcasters spectrum. and looking at you. What about us? Anytime you're ready, Imagine Ellen. if we were on Ellen. <gasps> we could bring her this! And also, I quite like to dance, but I'm not a good dancer. Oh, no, I'm terrible. And so I don't know how I'd go, like, dancing onto the show. I would just awkwardly... I would, like, walk on doing the Macarena or something. Mm. Something that I know that I won't screw up. Like, I'm not going to forget the moves to the Macarena. Or the Ho Down Throwdown by Miley Cyrus. Do you know that dance? Yep. Doesn't everyone? <laughs> well, I don't. And I'm, I'm going to speak for the general population. Are you serious? Which I probably shouldn't. Pop it, lock it, polka dot it, country five and hip hop it. Or something like that. Yeah. Although, like, I think it's something like that. Yeah, it's like rough. I that. don't really. I'm like puffed out from like doing the dance moves. Would love to be on Ellen, but I think that the thing that attracts um, people of all ages and, but predominantly that age, I mean, I guess it's just that. I don't know. It just seems like such a wonderful community. You know what? I don't even want to be on the show. I would just want to be in the audience. Oh gosh. Yeah. Because then I would have none of the stress sweat and (laughs) all of the fun. Oh my God. Oh God. Oh, tell me. I just dropped Thomas onto the floor. Because we're making another one of these. That's how good it is. They are really, really 
really good. Definitely make these, whether you're vegan or not. But for me, my great love of Ellen came from Finding Dory. Oh, now I didn't Finding really... Nemo. Yes, Finding mm-hmm. Nemo. Sorry, I'm an idiot. Um, my I never really watched Ellen when I stayed home. I don't know what it. Mum actually, you know, my mom's a nurse. She never let me stay home um, <laughs> oh, unless God. I was bleeding profusely. But yeah, so I discovered her on Finding Nemo, and mm. that's sort of when I started to be more like into her shows and stuff. Um, I actually didn't even know it was her. Didn't you? It was one of those things where I was like, I can, I know that voice, but mm. why do I? And I think it was actually probably my mum that was like, oh yeah, that's that's Ellen. And I was like, oh, my best friend Ellen. Yeah. Also, another woman I'd want to be a gal pal with. And you know what I like about Ellen? I don't think she'd have a squad. Which yeah. means I wouldn't have to, you know, audition for it. I think I you just would. Be a friend. I think she'd like me because I'm odd. That's true. Um, and that is what I'm basing that on purely. If we ever meet her, I'll ask her. Look, do you really like Mel? <laughs> I think we all like to romanticize a little bit what Ellen does. Like, you know, she's a celebrity, she has this money, people adore her. But I think it's a hard job. Put her and herself out there, her art out there, her ideas out there, and some people are going to hate it. Some people obviously love it, but some people are going to hate it. And I think, um... That's quite stressful, and so I think I hope I think those moments would be the parts where she goes, yes, like this is why I do it. This is why but I'm she, here. But she gives a lot. Like she donates a lot to mm. to families and to people. Like on her show, you know, she's always giving away money, and especially around Christmas time, she does like the twelve days of giving or twelve days of giveaways or something, and gets always like incredible stuff to help families that might not be able to buy as many presents for their kids and things like that to make sure that everybody has the Christmas they deserve. I love her. This has been great. Great sandwich. Great sandwich. Great woman. Just gathered I quite like a vegan sandwich. Vegan sandwich. Great. Um, great woman. Great topic. We really hope you enjoyed it. Mm. Ellen, we love you. Please listen to this one day. Maybe in 20 years time oh. it might become popular. Maybe like you know how like record players are like were out oh, of fashion and they we'll came back. We'll be vintage. We'll be vintage. We'll be cool. Mm, probably not. We won't be cool. Look, Ellen, please listen. Whether it's now or in a hundred years, when Mel is still going to be alive, <laughs> and you will. Thanks everyone for listening. Tune in next Thursday for an episode. Also catch our Finding Dory and Ellen show every day, and like her Facebook and Instagram, and like our Facebook and Instagram, and all that stuff. And we'll see you next week. Stay strong. Stay feminista fresh. I thought you'd forgotten. Of course not.